Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my mum. It's a sunny Gorgeous autumnal day. day. This is my favourite kind of day. I love this day. Mum, yes, we darling. have Kat Dealey on today. Dolly, I've always loved her. You've always been a massive fan of her. I have. Fame Academy. So you think you can dance? And so, My favourite, favourite <laughs> in America. I absolutely loved it. Well, for me, it was SMTV and CD UK. Darling, she's also a brummy. Oh, yes, you have an affinity with the... Uh... Well, darling, I went to university there and my mum was a brummy. I feel like Kat Dealey made everybody, when they were younger, want to be a TV presenter. She was like... She is, I'm sure. We haven't met her yet, but something so warm and fun and she had the best legs ever. Best legs. Do you think she's very tall? I think she's quite tall. Yeah, I think so. So cheerful, cheerful always warm. Cheerful, big, warm smile. I'm I'm very into. Do you think we're going to start drinking early, darling, today? Because it is lunchtime. I don't know. I may wait till this evening. Okay. So, what are we having for lunch today? We're having scallops with pea mint puree Mm. with a salad and ciabatta. Where's the umami coming from, though, Mum? That's what I want to know. The umami's in the bloody pea puree, darling, and um, there's a little bit of lard on in with the scallops. There we go. Is that the umami? Lovely. So we've got Kat Dealey. She's got a new children's book out called The Joy in You. So Kat Dealey's coming around for scallops. Apparently she likes scallops. And I probably will have a glass of wine, I'm feeling like. Me too. Kat Dealey coming up on Table Manners. You know, I've been such a fan of yours for so long. Think, we've always yeah. loved you in our really? house. Yeah, we've loved You're you. You're exactly how You're you exactly are. How. Like, it's like <laughs> Kat Dealey and, and the legs. The legs. The legs I've, are. I've longed for your legs. We've all longed have for you, legs you like yours. You have fantastic legs. They're actually my mother's legs. Yeah, that's what I wondered. Did They're your mum have good yeah, pins? Yeah, yeah, we call her Janma because she's grandma, but. Janet, so she's Janet. Jan Jan I love that. Janma has a lovely pair of pins that I've inherited. They're like they go yeah. on, but they, on. but it, but it, they have their hers. I can't take any credit for them whatsoever. How she's passed them on. How's it? Um, how's it being back in London? Oh, I love it. Do you? I absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. When love did it. you get back? So we got back. We came back for just before Christmas. Just this one, just gone December. And the idea... Cheers, by the yeah. way. Cheers. Cheers, so nice. Nice so to nice. see him. You can't beat it, really, can oh, you? Oh, you love champagne? I love Me champagne. Me too. 
I, I think I there's love happiness it. in every Makes bubble. Makes you feel... I yeah. think that it's with you at the best of times and the worst of times. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. It's like an old friend. You, it can be, it can, it can turn an average Monday night into a Saturday fling. Absolutely. It's like so I good. Agree. That is the best description of champagne I've ever had. And you can have it, you can have it with lobster or you can have it with fish and chips on the floor in a plastic yeah. zhuzh it up. Yes. Just, it's, it's, an old friend who will always be there. That is a really good point. <laughs> do you drink champagne quite a lot? I, I don't need much of an excuse. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> like this was just perfect for me. It's literally, it's a, it's a pleasure. It's like, oh, it's a, so it makes sweet. me so happy. And the sound of that cork popping, just like, it puts like a twinkle in your eyes and it, yeah. It does. You're dead right. So, okay, so you came back in December. Yes, in December. So basically what happened was we'd kind of been talking about it for a while because Milo being four, he's right at that age where he loves his grandparents. He Mm. loves, he loves, and he loves his cousins and all that kind of stuff. I'm very, very close to my brother, very close to my family. We all have a great relationship. And we would, we, I've been talking with Paddy about it and we've been talking and we, we just didn't know quite what to do. And we were a bit like, you, you only have that very special window of time for so long where everybody's well, everybody's healthy, everybody's fine. And also the kids really, really crave their grandparents mm. too because I think, you know, they're the people that take them out, that like smother them them in undying love give give them percy pigs and ice cream until they vomit on the car journey home percy pigs in (laughs) (laughs) my mum's a fan of those too (laughs) and it's just and it and it was just like "Mm." and then the other bit of it was also i quite like the idea of milo going to school here can you work in both places yeah 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 so you could you would you'll travel back if you need to well so so this was the idea is that we were going to turn around and go okay let's relocate back here in the uk if i then need to fly back i can it it would depend the job would depend how long I was going to be away for as well but there are plenty of jobs where you go and you can record a series in you know two weeks because you do four shows a day and you can get it done and then the the dance show that I did which was going into the 17th season it's so fun um that we always shot during the summertime so although that was live and I had to be there every week I thought, well, that, that the kids will love that. Summer it works p- perfect with summer holidays. We can take them to Disneyland and go to the beach, and it'll be great. So, have you kept your house there? Yes, but now we're in this weird. So, so literally, when so COVID we, happens. so we, so we, so we came over here. I flew over here, and I tried to find a house for us to rent because I was like, we can't, we can't just buy somewhere. Like, let's just get somewhere for us all to move into. Anyway, they, we couldn't move into the. The, to the we've got this garden flat with this lovely great big garden because that I was worried about them not having outside space because they've been used to being outside so much mm. so we found this we found this great garden flat but we couldn't move in until the end of January so basically 
the four of us and the dog who I flew over when I was looking at the flat. Type of dog? Oh, she's just a mutt, but she's the most divine. Lily. Lily. And she's, so she's a pug, basically a puggle got out next door to a basset hound. Oh, wow. And she's that, and she was like the runt of the litter. So she's actually like really quite fine featured. Fine, she doesn't need Botox like a basset (laughs) hound, No. No, not quite. Although she has gone white on her on her snout since I've had the boys, she's she stressed. Like, aged. <laughs> Sometimes she looks at me and literally, if she could have a martini and a fag and be like, "Do you remember the good old days?" <laughs> she would. She, she would. That's what she'd be like. So, so basically, we all moved into my brother's four bedroom flat. So Milo could start school. We were literally, he went on his first day. He loved it. He had the best time ever. Paddy and I were like high-fiving each other. I went, flew back to the UK and to the US to do a new quiz show for Disney. So it was like, it was working out beautifully. It was just for two weeks, at which point COVID hit. And then I could see the UK over here. And it was, it was in the, in LA, they hadn't quite caught up to where we were in March. And um, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm going to have to bail on this shit. They're going to be so angry with me because I'm going to have to say, I've, I've got to go back because I've got to get it back yeah, in the yeah, country yeah. and all that. Anyway, weirdly, they then got rid of the audience. Disney stopped flying families and they were like, no, actually, we need to stop this right now. We're going to pause it. So at which point I then flew back and then Milo stopped going to school which was the reason why we come so we still got we still got a house there two cars on the driveway like there's still all all our stuff is there and are you still living with your brother no we finally so we finally moved into the flat at the end of January okay right and we all remained friends which is good that's good That's amazing. So does your husband, does, does he work in LA too? No, he really works in, in the UK because he does, he does stand up. He's also in the middle at the moment of doing a document. He's just started to do more documentary stuff as well, which he seems to really enjoy. He's always been wonderful as well. He's pretty good. Always been a favourite of mine. He's pretty good. He's, he's pretty smart. And Did you meet on Fame Academy? Yeah. See, I knew it. I yeah. saw the first flush of love. I saw it. And I <laughs> well, I really hope she goes out with him because he's so lovely. Well, there was. It took there a was while, def- though, no. But yes. it took a long time it to, did take a while. Yeah, to flourish. Well, I moved to LA and I kind of liked actors and don't think, you know, like you work your you way through the, that itch, you work yeah. your way through the bad boys to work out which one. And also, I think I needed to grow up and I think he probably needed to grow up. Paddy needed to grow up too, you know, a little bit. And so... We'd, but we'd always stay in touch. We'd always stay in touch. And he'd always, like, text me on my birthday or I'd speak to him or whatever. And then that was how we got how we got together was on... Um, it was my birthday and he called me to say happy birthday. And it was about... It was about two o'clock in the morning. He was in Ireland. There's a little pub at the end of the road where we've got a house in Ireland called the Maharat Inn. And it was about two o'clock in the morning. So I don't know what kind of state he was in yeah. but it was it wouldn't it wouldn't have been it was like a connell moment yeah normal people it was like cat cat exactly right, that got it. exactly so he called me and he said um i'm just failing to say happy birthday and blah 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 blah, blah. and i said oh yeah you know we're just chatting 
And then uh, he says, well, what are you doing for your birthday? And I said, well, actually, I'm going to, I've got a few pals together and we're going for brunch at the Beverly Hills Hotel, at the Polo Lounge. Fabulous. Like Warren Beatty-esque yeah. and stuff that, yeah. And it's so pink and it's all it's like pink Paul and Gun- gorgeous. Paul yeah. Gunvillier everywhere and stuff like that. And I said, uh, we're going to go there, but for like a late brunch, um, like two o'clock or whatever. He said, all right. He said, um, okay, I'll see you there. And I was like, I said, well, you're currently in Ireland and I'm currently in L.A. Um, you know, there's no there's no way. He said, I said, it's a shame you can't be there, but it's no, no, I'll see you there. I was like, OK, thinking to myself, beer in, brain out. I was like, there's, there's no like. Anyway, he went home from the pub set his alarm for like four o'clock or whatever, got in a cab, took the first flight out of Ireland to Heathrow, then got, jumped on a plane from Heathrow to LA. Because he had eight hours in hand, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like Challenge Anaka back in the day. (laughs) It is. And so then he flew, he had hand luggage, he got in a cab told the cabbie the story, pulled out up outside the Beverly Hills Hotel. The cab driver was literally like, do you want me to wait? (laughs) And so he dropped his bag at concierge and walked in. Had you kissed by this point? No, no. So this was quite a bold move. Oh, but that's why it worked. Because, you know, because nobody does that anymore. Was he longing for you deep down? Did you know he was in love with you? Yeah, of course he was, Jesse. You don't <laughs> slap all that way for because he thought he wasn't on a that bit of a bold, though, promise. Paddy, I, I, I kind of love you even more now. This is like a Richard Curtis film. But that's why it was so brilliant because nobody does that anymore. Like nobody. Like normally to get somebody to call you back is like a whole thing. So he's there and he walks into a brunch. yeah, and then he just didn't go home for about two weeks. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> And, like, yes. obviously he's going to charm all your friends because he's funny. Well, and also the whole, like, thing of him walking yeah. in. Yeah. Where's a bit... Did he look a bit dishevelled? Because he'd had a bender matter. the night before. He was all... It he doesn't matter. Oh, and also, it. it doesn't matter so much on a man either. He's also one of those men so who's true. got better as he's got older. Uh, I always thought he was cute when he was younger. Mm, no, they've got there's some dodgy frosted tips going on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But now, yeah, he's one of those who gets better as he gets older. But you sound like you've got a really lovely relationship. It's pretty good. I mean, we drive each other nuts too, of course. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. You're back now. Yes. And you are really happy that you made that decision. Yeah. So what do you realise are the things that you really missed about being in the UK? Friends and family. It's a massive thing. And... It's kind of, you can't put a price on the time that that the kids get to spend with the grandparents yeah. and everything else. And so you kind of get to a point where it's like, no one can pay me enough money to stay because I want to I wanna come back. Like, this is so special. Um, do it's your par- where do your parents live? They live uh, in Warwickshire. So it's like Are you com- Warwickshire or Brummie? Originally Brummie. Yeah, because so my mum was. Accent. Oh, yeah. I it's, don't know how I've, how I've done it. It's like, it's there still. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. no American twang at all. No, but it's so funny. 
I think it kind of works for me in the States because it's like the flat A's. It's grass and pass and all that kind of stuff. They they seem to... I remember once I interviewed Tony Bennett. I was doing this thing for um, American Idol. And the only way he could understand me was if I talked really brummy like that. <laughs> and then he could understand every bloody word I said. It was going... <laughs> Tony Bennett, and for some reason, if I if I did like a full on Brummy accent, that's it could, But if you go into a shop and you say, "Can I have a bottle of water?" Mm. They don't know what you're saying. Oh, You've no, got to not say with wa- the water, yeah. water. Yeah, not with the tea. No. Why? It's I don't know. It's so it's so weird. I mean, there's so many different weird culture things. I mean, with the with food there, like they're they're. It's the norm that you go to a restaurant and you box up what you don't finish mm. and you take it home in a bag. Even a really posh, yeah. expensive restaurant, that's what they do. And to me, I don't like food that's like that. a bit common. Yeah, um, uh, darling. Oh, asking to take huge home. portions. I know, States. darling, but it does feel a little common to I say, "Can I take it, it home?" In the old days, my mum used to say, "Excuse me, can we have that for the dog?" Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they did. So, if it was the steak, you might do it's it. It's called you might a doggy yourself, bag, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you might give yourself a cheeky sandwich later yeah. on if you fancied it. Yeah, but there they give, it, and it's like huge portions. Whereas I'd much rather have a little bit of something really tasty and leave it there and yeah the bread is shit in LA oh it's rubbish it's and shit. the butter is even worse oh. butter is awful oh. oh see I'm a, I'm a French bread with butter on so thick I can see my teeth marks in the butter yes that's how I like I it I like to when you have like the slices of like baguette that. I like to butter on both sides I like whip, that know. whip butter they have in the States. No. It's oh, like I do. Sweet. Whereabouts were you in the States? We were, well, we had, so it was, we had a place in Beverly Hills. And then for the last two years while I was there, because I was kind of pregnant with James as well at the same kind of time. So there was no flying or anything like that. I rented a house in Malibu too. Oh. Which was how gorgeous. So basically what we would do is we, and it was always my dream. Every, every job I did in the, in the States, it was always like, is this the beach house? Is this the beach house? <laughs> and so I'd always, and I was like, if, if you're going to go and you're going to live in LA for a bit, like that's, the ocean. Proper, that's yeah. part yeah. of it, right? Did you go to that lovely restaurant at the end of the pier, the Malibu oh. Pier? No, Malibu it's Tom. called the pier. The, I went to the pier. There's also since that they opened a Nobu that's... I mean, I right. know, everyone talks Can you get in? That. Is it just hard it's to get in? So, it, I think it's the best restaurant in the world. Really? I love Nobu. Yeah. You, yeah. Really? I love Nobu. Yeah. Me too. Because you are right on the ocean. They serve fantastic food. You know, like normally, if you're in an amazing location, the food is rubbish, yeah, right? right? That's normally the, yeah. that, that's normally the way it goes. Or it's great food, but not such a great location. This is an amazing location. The food is sensational. The sun goes down over the ocean in front of you and dolphins, oh, like okay. hot, oh, like my God, yeah. It's really good. So special. And you can see Kylie, Jen- Kylie Jenner <laughs> having a little bit of sushi next to you. 
or Justin Bieber. <laughs> totally. Sometimes you can. But I would always go when it was quite... So I'd always do last orders at lunch. Because if you go at dinner time, you just see black, right? You don't... Mm. You just... It's just night in the ocean, so you don't see anything. Might as well go and get the view. But if you go last orders of lunchtime, then you can sit, have a lovely lunch, and then you move to the couch area... And have copious amounts of cocktails. You've got as this the, down. As the sun God. goes down. And then you see... So then you see the sun going Jessie, down as well. Jessie, I knew I loved her. Yeah. <laughs> She's absolutely our cup of tea, darling. I mean... So... Can't you, you really... Cup of Cosmo. Can you cook? I love cooking. Um, I'm not... I'm actually not bad. I've definitely got better... As I've got older, when I when I was first in London, like round about SMTV, MTV days, I would literally like, I loved a super noodle. I would eat mushy peas out of the can. Ooh. Like, I, I, I just, just, it wasn't, it, it didn't I interest just, you. It wasn't, it, no, like I wasn't bothered. And also I th- feel like if you're, if you're single and you don't necessarily have a family, then it's it's kind of pointless to make oh, something darling, just that's for yourself. Why she looks like that, and we look like we do. Well, <laughs> no, not not anymore. Is, no, no food. Um, even when I'm on my own, I oh, really cook. do. Oh, I you? cook every night. See, I'd have. I'd, and I mean, really exciting food every night as well. You? Yeah. She's like, See, Lenny, I'd, what's on the menu? Well, tonight, Lenny, we've got. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah I, but I, don't I, you feel like it? I feel like it's a no. I oh, I love that. Serious. What do you like to cook? What do your kids like? You know what? It really depends where I special? am. So, so for instance, in LA, it would all be barbecues or mm. and salads and they eat corn salads. on the cob. My little one loves salads. <gasps> he loves red onion, radish. Like he's nut. My little one is nuts. Oh my god! My big one not so much, but my little one is nuts. Wow! And and like corn on the cob, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Or like a, a cedar plank that I'd okay. soak with like um, salmon on it or something like, pop it in the barbecue. I've got a cedar plank in my cupboard. It, yeah. It's so easy. You soak it, you yeah. can soak it in wine. Oh, can you? Yeah. That's you so my alley. wine and then you cut your fish on the top Ooh. in the barbecue. Yeah. See, because that was, because always for me as well, it was great because I, I, I get to the end of the day and I'm shattered. Mm. I don't, like, I'm so exhausted. So we always tend to eat at the same time as the kids do. Yeah, we eat does five Do o'clock. you? Yeah. I, I, very, I quite like a five o'clock So supper. do I. I like it. It works for me. It's like an early bird special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of food, you, are you starving? Do you oh, to well, yeah. what, what are we having? So I've, really simple. Go. With, there's this great fish. I'll give you the, the name of it. Uh-huh. It's a fish company. And they'll do, if you order by 11 o'clock the night before, even on a Sunday, they'll deliver it next morning. <gasps> and the man comes in his from white... From Billingsgate. Wow. Pulled up a scale. And it's really decent prices. Really decent prices. Delicious scallops, fresh scallops. And I'm just going to do some scallops. I've fried off some lard on. Oh, I'm just yum. going to do some scallops in butter. Amazing. And I've done a pea puree. <gasps> I love, love peas. Yeah, and then I've just done a salad and I've got some ciabatta bread. Amazing. Amazing, amazing. I think I better. But I want to hear about your children's book. Oh, yes. Yes. Quickly. So, is this your... Do you have a copy, by the way? No, I don't. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll solve that for you. Because I was like... I'll buy it. Oh, no, no, but I, no, you can't because it's oh. sold everywhere. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, it is, except I'm doing loads of stuff and no one can buy it anyway. 
but that's amazing though. I Kat. know it's lovely. Is but it your very first sweet. children's book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? what so what, why did you do a children's book? So the whole idea was. I'd wanted to do it for ages and ages, but I'd never really... The time had never been right. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, the time... And I see this, to me, is a lovely treat to come out and sit and chat to people oh, like so this. Sweet. It's my... It's my... I love people. Like, I really enjoy just having... This is, like, so up my oh, strata. So, thank you. <laughs> it's well, brilliant. Me too. It's like, brilliant. When I, when I told all my friends that we had you on, they were like... Oh my god! Like, <laughs> we were—they were all so excited because I feel like you were a bit of a, a fashion icon for us, Whoa. us tweens and teenagers. I think and... I think there was a moment where it was, yeah, it you... was because it was Saturday morning, so it was that thing where everybody, everybody, you know, would get up in the on yeah. the Saturday and then we'd watch and do the thing, and and it, you know what we were kind of invited into people's living rooms every Saturday morning, you know. It was very, it's a very special thing. I remember actually once someone saying to me, it was a friend of mine who said to me, never, ever, ever forget, and this is probably a bit for your mum too, but he, she, he said to me, um, never forget that for some kids, you're, this is their time when their dad is a real meanie or whatever, is sleeping off his hangover from the night before, and you're doing this for the little boy in, who's six in his Spider-Man pyjamas, who he knows for this three hours is not going to be pushed around and shouted at. He's got this moment and you are his three friends who come into his living room and he knows he's going to be okay. And I was like, oh my God, because sometimes you have to remember things yeah, like right. that. So you don't just turn up and get blasé about it mm. and be like... But it was, a, it was such a fun time. But yeah, it was funny because we shot a documentary that's going to go out at the end of the year. So it's me and the lads together. They rebuilt the set down at I LWT. I saw something about this. Down at LWT. So it was really weird because it was like, it, yeah. yeah. And it was like, the, it smelt the same. Oh, really? And, you know, we went up the steps where we'd go up at five o'clock in the morning before we got a bacon sandwich and... It was very, it was very weird. Anyway, we were talking and they found our chemistry test that we did on the set of this morning. And I said to the producers before, I was like, listen, I don't remember anything. I'm not, I'm not trying to not do it. I just don't remember anything about it at all. Nothing stands out to me. Anyway, they play it in. I was like, but I was okay. In terms of the barnet and the outfit, I was okay. Fine. I'd got like... I got like a, a dark brown bob and I was kind of working in all saints vest and, and camo, camo pants. Yeah. So I was, I was okay. Yeah. And had got a fringe a bit like that, <laughs> whereas the points of spikes over his forehead. And then Declan had a brown shirt with a big, like white collar like that on both oh, sides. Bless him. Bit Elvis, you know, what, there must've been chemistry then. Yeah, I think there was. And it, what was really interesting, though, I was very brammy, obviously. Um, and I got kind of like this little voice. It was it was like my voice has matured as I've got older and stuff. Um, but I quite liked her. I quite liked who she was. Oh, you know, when you see it, you, really you, nice. you, like, you see it and you're like, OK, yes, I'm, I'm like I was using all stupid language like we've got a fresh and funky show for you and like stupid no, language and all that kind of stuff but i did quite like her oh that's she so was quite nice sweet. and and there was obviously 
something between us where it was just, but also, I mean, the big thing was that we were so rubbish when we first started. How so? We were just awful. Like, just forgetting like, no not, not forgetting th- stuff but but just we didn't really know what the show was you know yeah, sometimes right. you must have had it before sometimes where you go in and maybe you start working on an album and you're a bit like this isn't this isn't yeah, working yeah. and then you go in another direction and you're like ah this so what is- do you think changed what, what what made it work just getting to know each other and i think we 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 understood what the we got to know what the show was mm. so basically before that it was always leading up to cd uk so there wasn't a lot of content in the first bit and then i think yeah the massive the massive chunk that really really made it work was we got to um understand the chemistry between us and we got to be mates mm. and um that's something you can't hothouse. Yeah. You can't hothouse that. And whereas, oh, you do a salad bowl. Like, I like a massive salad bowl. I'm like, don't give me a couple of leaves and a bit of shriveled up nothingness. Been in LA I need too the, long. You need those big portions I now. I need like yeah. a, yeah. Mm, when it comes to salad. You might um, need to help me with the, the timing, Jess. Okay, Mum. Hold on. How, just how, many do on. You, how long do you do either side? I don't Danny? know. Well, I think, I think like... Two minutes on either side. That's what I'd say. Three minutes on either side. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Google it. Yeah. It might even be two one side and one and a half. The oh, other okay. Come on, let's do that then. Because that's how we used to do our steaks on the barbie. It was like because I used to get really thick little steaks, but then I'd do one side for three minutes. But I've got one of those. In, I've got one of those industrial strength barbies. Oh, I love that. And then flip it over and then do it for. A, okay, a minute so and let's half. go two minutes on one side and then one and a half on the other. So the book... Oh, yes, so the book. So it had always been an ambition of mine to do it. And I just never found the time. You know, everybody's got those things that they want to... And then James got to an age where he was like, Milo was going to kind of preschool. James was still doing his lunchtimey nap. And I was like, ooh, I could get this this done in between. So I'd started doing... I started writing. And then... The idea behind the book was essentially, um, at the end of the day, I'm exhausted and I don't know what to say to them. I can hardly string a sentence together. I'm completely inarticulate. So it was to be, okay, what do I want to say when I can't find the words? What, how do I want them to feel? Um, specifically when they're going to bed at night? Because they're, they're so little. They'll know about the real world soon enough but I think when they go to bed they should feel confident and loved and kind of in that warm fuzzy kind of feeling and so it's a collection of thoughts and feelings and moments and then it's kind of top and tailed with love which is basically the support system and it's to get them talking about their emotions and talking about their feelings because I feel like the more you can get them to do that, the more they can empathise with other people and the more they can then reach their full potential as an adult. Because I think all parents, no matter where you're from or what your background is, we essentially want the same things for our kids. We want them to be happy and we want them to be kind. Anything else is kind of superfluous and great, but happy and kind are the two massive things. And so... The more we can talk to our kids about emotions and feelings, I think the better it is because I think that I think kids are pretty resilient. I think they're really resilient, but 
the fear of the unknown is scary to them. It becomes the bogeyman under the bed. And so I feel like the more you can be open with children, the better it is. And so I did this book. Rosie did the illustrations for me. She was amazing, which was a bit scary, actually, because what happens is when you write a book, a picture book for children, that you don't talk to the illustrator to begin with. So, so they interpret it however, the, whichever way. Exactly. Oh, okay, interesting. So, you, so I saw her work and I loved it. I yeah. thought she did beautiful, beautiful artwork. But essentially what you do is you get to a point where you're happy with the prose, which goes backwards and forwards with like Penguin Random House. So we keep going backwards and forwards. And then you hand it over to somebody who you've never met. Yeah, right. And you just yeah. go, right, okay, go for it. Build me a world. Make make the make my words come to life. And she, she did. did. Like she sent it back. And I was a bit like, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, we like this moment. You have to trust that she knows what she's doing and she will make it happen. I was like, okay. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, oh my God. And peas, my other amazing, amazing <laughs> choice. Thank you. Um, so I want to know, we ask everybody what their... Last meal would be, and it's going to help gonna, yourself to salmon. Help amazing. Self. Is, it, is it dressed to salmon? Thanks, mum. Yeah. This is great. It looks amazing. Thank you. Nice one, mum. Yeah. Not to the chef. Yeah. To the Le chef. Cheers. Le crème. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you. To the um, chef. So, what is it? Right. Starter, main, um, pud, oh and drink Lord. of choice. I think I know the drink of choice. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got that one. Yeah. That one's down. Um, I would say. Oh my goodness. See, I tend to really enjoy foods that I find quite tricky to cook myself. Like you, you it's almost like they have another layer of appreciation for yeah. me. So for instance, like I love an artichoke salad that's sliced really thinly with fresh lemon and, Ooh. and like, yeah. you know, is there somewhere cheese. in LA that does there that? Is. Come on, where is it? There's a place called E Baldi's. 
And it, I would always... Is that the Italian place? Yes. Is it? But it's the Sun's place, though, because there's a baldy Not, down on... Um, Santa Monica. Yes. Which is amazing. Yes. The truffle. On yeah. the PCH. Yeah. Exactly that. Oh, thank you. And then there's also a... Uh, there's it's also evil. a Sun, too. So I would always go and I would always have exactly the same thing. I'm such a creature of habit. It's ridiculous. But my mouth is actually watering now thinking <laughs> about it and talking about you it. You know what I mean? So I would have, I would always start with a carpaccio of red snapper. <gasps> thick, really thick. This is, this is baldies. Yeah. So it's sliced really, really thin. With pink peppercorns, there's a little bit of a dressing on it and a little bit of basil. Because that's my other thing is I'm always into my ratios. Like, don't give me a caprese salad with like a teeny sprinkle of basil on, in the middle because it doesn't. That won't. That won't work for you. me. That sounds great though. It's red snapper with pink, pink peppercorns. Or oh, with like micro basil, so it's really it's so the taste isn't too strong. You know what I mean? And then I then I would always have langoustines, langoustines with um, this artichoke salad, just delicious. And then for me, I would always rather have another glass of champagne at the end of the meal rather than a pudding, <laughs> or a cheese board if I was that way inclined. See, if I was cooking for myself, I wouldn't cook for myself, but I'd have cheese. And... I love cheese. Me too. It's just terrible. You, you I'm think not the a pudding cheese girl. is better here than in the states. Yeah. One million percent because they have to pasteurize um, all the milk and everything. So there's a cheese store. If you're ever in the States yeah. and you want proper cheese, there's the, the cheese store in Beverly Hills. There's a man there with the with like super cool glasses and a really funky scarf. And he'll basically give you brie from under the counter that's got that. <laughs> It's a bit like post-war days, and it, he gives you that. with the with the culture in it. What is the sweet spice on these? Is it like is it a just, cinnamon or it, cumin or what is it? I'll tell you what. No, it's in the pea. Oh, is that in the what peas, it is? There's cumin and mint. Very good. Whose recipe was that? Me. Mother. <gasps> no. Very is it good. Is it Little in the trick. book? No. Can no. make a new one. So you grew up in Birmingham. Yes. And which bit? So, originally, no, originally Great Bar. Great so, uh, Bar. Do you know where that is? Yeah, because I went to university in Birmingham. Oh my God. So, yeah. you don't, yeah, so like the Newton yeah. Road. I grew up in a, in a house called on Pear Tree Drive, right oh, by cute. the Great Bar Hotel. It sounds cute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, what was cute about it is. The houses all had like quite long, thin gardens and there was loads of kids. In every single house, there was loads of kids. And so what they did was all the adults built like little gates going from garden to garden. Oh, so funny. nobody had to go nice. out through the front and we'd all go and play together. And then there was like a little stream at the bottom of the garden. And then the people on the other side of the stream, they were a bit higher and so the granddad built a bridge to get from one end to the... This sounds so romantic. It sounds so Famous Five and Enid Blyton, but it actually, I mean, like, it was right in the middle of kind of Sandwell and stuff, yeah. But I love that. And, and you've got a brother. I've got a brother who I'm really close to. So, an older, younger? Younger. He's very, in the way where I'm quite uh, energetic and, and out there, he's very laid back. 
What does he do? He's he he actually we have a property company together. Mm. And Max runs the property company. But he uh and he kind of he's got a he's deep voice and he talks quite slowly and he's still got his accent. Oh my god, quite so he sounds like he should be in Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah. Oh my god, totally. I really fancy him. Totally, and he's six foot two, and he's one of those men who's getting more handsome as he gets older too. He's got like quite a big nose, but it's delicious. He's like re- very blue eyes, very twinkly, and can talk to children like it's like like a child whisperer. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Caroli's mm. turned up all of a sudden, and he's like chatting away, um, and he's but he talks like that, and so oh my most. God, I love him. But it's that thing of it's very easy to. Um, underestimate him so then when he he's actually very funny and very smart too but he he's kind of just very comfortable in his own skin what were you eating around the dinner table my mum was a really good cook and she would always do that thing where we'd all eat together it was really important to her dad would get in from work late so she would plate his up but it was but during the weekend we'd all eat together we were together all the time um she'd do everything though from like we tended to have quite a lot of roast dinners because they're easy to plate up and pop in the oven and they still taste good afterwards whereas if you did scallops and it would be no good um but she did things like that she did an amazing spaghetti bolognese she did uh and it would, you could always smell it drifting through the house. She did like a delicious lamb stew with pearl barley. Oh, nice. And we'd have chunks of French bread with butter and dunk it in. Um, yeah, she was she was a really good... She, she'd even do like ribs with like Chinese herbs and spices. Like she was she was pretty good. What did she... Did she work? She used to work for social services actually. And then after she had us she didn't anymore because dad was out an awful lot and so it was that thing of dad was setting up he set up a company um he's he was a pattern maker so that's uh companies would send him the first 2d drawing of a part of a car and my dad would make the first 3d model from wood or resin oh, that or sounds like liam Payne. didn't Payne? his dad oh did in... his dad did the same thing i think for his planes. dad was yeah for planes oh really and it's really interesting. The one day he comes home to me and he says, he said, I'd moved to London at that point. And he said to me, um, have you heard of the, there's a, a, a bar or something in Notting Hill. It's called the chemist or the, I can't remember. He says, I can't remember what it is. It's a chemist. He said, I've had this bloke on Damien Hurst, his name <laughs> is. And he's asked me to make um, the first 3D model of a part of a bar stall, but it's got to look like a paracetamol. <laughs> I was like, that, pharmacy. I'm like, that'll be the pharmacy, dad. <laughs> I love it. And that's, a, so that, so he makes like models of, he used to, that's what he used to do. So mom kind of rat, made sure everything ran smoothly at home. And that was kind of their agreement. It, it's weird because part of you turns around and goes, Oh, I would never want it to be like that. But then part of you also goes, gosh, it was so much more clear cut mm. almost. Mm. And everybody knew their roles. That's not to say I want to do that no. at all, but it just, it was, it was almost simpler. Um, I feel like I know the answer to this, but do you think you've got good table manners? No. 
Oh, really? No, not at all. I would happily dip and do... But I don't and, know if that's bad table manners, though. And talk and eat. And also I shove in as well. Like, I'm quite... I like food and I like to have it with gusto. Well, okay. Well, I thought... I did I, bread. I did... Yeah, not no. that I've been, like, studying you or anything, but I think, you know, I think you? you're giving yourself well, a hard I think time. Jessie's had a good dip. I've, I mean, my plate is clean. I could actually, head. like, see my face in my plate. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, um, what's your worst table manner in other people that you can't stand? I, my absolute worst is a phone under the table <gasps> like that. Jessie, you can't be I haven't friends. done that yet. No, you I've have yours phone. on no, top no, of your no. table. I don't mind that because that's all inclusive. That's a, that's fine. This under the table thing, and I'm like... Well, I've not I, seen I, that. I, I bet in LA it happens all the time, right? Everyone... The first time it did, I was literally like, I, I can see you. <laughs> you haven't suddenly gone invisible because you were doing that. <laughs> and unless you're texting someone to say... It's here, you need to take the door on the right for you to walk in. Yeah. What? Why on earth are you so important that's right a, now that I you're... Mean, that's a good one. It's good for you to be back, yeah. Um What's your karaoke song? Oh, uh, it's normally Kylie, Simon, You're So Vain. Oh. Well, because you can kind of talk the first bit of that if you need what? to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I might adopt that one. That's good. It's pretty yeah. good. The other one is These Boots Are Made For Walking. And I normally do it with somebody else too. And again, you can talk it. You like kind of drawing women. Yeah, Do you know what I So you mix with a bit of Rex Harrison. Have you watched the morning show? No, I haven't yet. That's the one with Jennifer Aniston. I'm obsessed with it, but there's one bit in it. So there's a real baddie in it at at one of the organisation. And she does a duet from Les Miserables and Nothing's Going to Harm You. And they have the sexual tension. (laughs) It's the best thing I've seen on telly for a long time. That duet on its own with Billy Cudrup. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so gorgeous. Oh, I saw him Completely in love with him. Yeah. I must have seen him. You know who the the other one is who have got a bit of a thing? Keanu. (gasps) Do you see him out? Really? He's got better as he's got older as well. Yeah, he has a bit. No, no, he was on, i tell you what he was doing. He was doing the Jimmy Fallon show the same day I was. And my manager wouldn't let me go anywhere near him. She's like, no, it's too dangerous. That's too dangerous. She's like, I'm pulling, no, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off. I'm not having that. Do you, do you feel like people give you more space in LA or in England? Because I feel like paparazzi always are interested in you here, aren't they? Uh, I think... That is the only downside of being here. I feel in like LA, them, they leave you alone. Yeah, because I'm not that like. There's Keanu and Will Smith down the road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Kendall and you know, they leave you alone. I'm not doing anything that interesting that's mm. going to sell, make them loads of money. Cat Dealing, thanks so much for oh, coming. Welcome. Good luck. I've loved being here. Pudding. Because I was just going to do fresh fruit anyway. Doesn't matter. I'm not a pudding girl. I'd rather have, like, yeah, the piece good, of bread. Good, yeah. Good. But thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Such a pleasure. Love the lunch. Love the company. Love you a lot for that pea puree, Mum. The cumin. Who would have thought? You just cut the peas in a bit of chicken stock with cumin butter and mint. It was honestly delicious. And it was a really good colour, wasn't it? It was a really good colour. 
We like, I feel like we brought the pizzazz. Like she brought the long legs yeah. and the, I mean, she, she's like a nineties dream to me. She's got a nineties naughty dream. She's always wearing the jeans. She's always got a beautiful, like cream floaty, beautiful blouse. She's got lovely little stilettos on. I'm just like obsessed with her. Her hair's fantastic. And she was lovely and warm. And She's just lovely. A normal person. She was just so, um, she was such good fun. I I want to, I'm going to be Kat Dealey's friend. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Kat and uh, we'll see you next week. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>